Hi there, my name is Lindy van Yerden and welcome to the Be Known Podcast. If you are feeling stuck and craving more from your life, then you are at the right place. If you have kids running around like I have and never find time for yourself, you are at the right place. If you want to change your life and build a side business to call your own, you are at the right place. Grab a cup of coffee and join me. I'm also a busy mom, so I promise to keep things short and sweet. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let's begin. Today, I would like to welcome Claire. Claire is a mindset and success coach who helps unfulfilled, frustrated, unhappy corporate women figure out their purpose and create success on their own terms. It's really nice to have you on the show, Claire. Welcome. Oh, thanks, Lindy. It's lovely to be here. Uh, We had a quick meetup before and I was so excited for this interview and I'd really love to talk more. But before we get into all of the amazing conversation about being a mindset coach and a success coach, um, let's maybe start a little bit more back and tell me a little bit more about Claire and introduce yourself and how did you get to this point? Okay, sure. Yeah. Well, I'm French as you probably hear from my accent, (laughs) but I live in the UK for many years now. I've got two children and a partner here, so I'm kind of settling here. Um, Yeah, so I started um, Mindset and Success Coach uh, not that long ago, actually, this year, to be honest. And um, Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I certified um, in April, so not very, very long ago, but um, yeah, I'm so excited about it. I feel like that's something I've been meant to be doing for so many years without knowing because I didn't follow my intuition um yeah I started um well I I got really frustrated um we went traveling and then when we came back uh, which was just at the start of the, the pandemic um early 2020 so it was a nightmare I had to find a job and readjust to normal life and everything and and I was getting, you know, going around in circle in my head thinking life is um, short or can be. And what do I really, really want to do with my life? You know, after traveling for 14 months with my family around India and Philippines, um, I just wanted, I knew what I wanted in terms of the feelings that I wanted. And I always wanted to be my own boss because um, I'm always, you know, very focused and determined and everything. So I just looked. I know that I wanted that, that, but I didn't feel like I had a massive passion about anything or, you know, they, they say, oh, you need to follow your passion and everything. And it seems like such a big, big world. It's kind of blocked me in some ways. So what I did is I, um, I did some um, energy work, actually. <laughs> uh, Reiki, I'm not sure if you're familiar, but it's, um, it's about energy and, and things like that. So I had... Um, somebody coaching me on that you know every time we were doing it it's kind of bringing you some more clarity but I also kept reading I kept reading and kept listening to a lot of mindset work um coaches and so on and so on and um I also wrote a big big pile of frustrations (laughs) and that that did give me so much clearance Lindy it's just unbelievable because I did that during the Christmas holidays and then maybe a week after that, if maybe not even that, um, I was in the bus and suddenly I thought, why don't I become a coach? That's, that seems so obvious. I've been reading personal um, development books 
for, I don't know, for 15 years at least, listen to all the coaches, you know, the big coaches of this name, Tony Robbins, and listening to all the videos. And and also I had a manager, I think I told you before, um, an Orland, I was in the Orland gas industry. I had a manager who actually offered me a book on how to become a coach or how to coach oh. NLP, the Neuro Linguistic Programming. I don't know if you are if you're familiar with it. yeah with NLP and I thought and my partner always told me you're so determined you are you're born to be a coach why are you not doing coaching and I always thought um that you needed to be a psychologist or you know had lots of studies around the mind and everything like that um so that's blocked me and I didn't listen to myself but that time I was so fed up with everything I think when the pain is so deep yeah. you you feel like well it's even more painful not to do it so you just move on and then you do it <laughs> and the journey has no. that's incredible and thank you for being so honest about sharing that because I feel like especially in today's entrepreneur world there's almost this idea of uh, this positivity and almost a certain sense of toxic positivity that you have to be positive you need to use affirmations and always speak nice to yourself in a nice way and although I completely agree with all of those things is that some at some stage you also need to listen to the angry emotions the frustrated emotions and really sit in that for you to know what you do not want in order for you to know what you do want so I would love for you to tell us a little bit more about that process, because I feel like a lot of people in the audience are there. They are where you used to be, and they are in that frustrating point. And they're like, everyone is talking about, find your passion, find what you like. How do you know what is your passion? How do you get past this anger? So I want to take you a little bit back and ask you to, uh, a little bit more questions about that. How do you, how did you deal with that in the moment, that feeling of frustration, that feeling of anger and um, probably, yeah, the frustration, the anger and that, that being fed up with where you are before you get to that new space? How did you deal with that in the moment? Mm. Yeah, no, that's a good question because... Exactly, like you said, last year, at this time, I was in that position. I was that woman that was, that knew that I wanted something more. I knew I wanted, you know, my own freedom around my children, some work, you know, that really filled me up with joy and is helpful for others. And because obviously I did styling before, I trained as a personal stylist when my daughter was one. So I did that in the background and I helped, you know, hundreds of women, but I, it's never been as... Um, a big business type of thing. Yeah. So where's that to offer other corporate jobs? Um, because we live in the UK and life is expensive. <laughs> um, probably the same in the Netherlands, I'm not sure. But yes. so, you know, with our situation, I needed to kind of work, even if it was not always full-time, I had to do four days or whatever. So anyway, so, and I knew that helping women was great. I loved that. And I always knew that I felt that I could give much more to my women if I could give them some confidence, if I could give them some little recipe of, because you always see better for others than you see for yourself, isn't it? It seems quite clear, oh yeah, she should be doing that or she should 
forget about him or you know you see when people you spend hours with them is there shopping online or you know with them face to face on the zoom and then you shop and things like that or you do the consultations or whatever and so you know that the confidence whether they are their own managers uh, you know they all have their own businesses or they have they always had pretty good positions but they all lack of confidence and so they were not trying the right closing or they were not trying the right close. It's, it's quite mind blowing actually, because I haven't met one woman that was fully, fully happy with her body. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, lots of them were like slim, stunning women, you know, or even for their age, I had up to 60 years old. I had one woman who said to me when she was 60, I cannot believe they don't teach us all, don't teach us the colors, you know, all the styling for your body shape and all that kind of stuff. At school, she said, I had to wait. I'm 60. It was a 60th birthday present. Yet. And I said, yeah, I know it's, it's shocking and it's horrible because people waste so much money and time on this. But so the frustration to come back to that, because you know me, I'm a chatterbox. <laughs> I was impressed. Um, yeah, the, 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 I felt so frustrated that I thought, I've, I'm going to write down and I'm going to journal things. And I, the one thing that really, really helped me is if I had to live another year on repeat, what's going to happen? And it's honestly wow. me so much as to, I've got to get out. I've got to do something else. I've got to, to find a way of knowing what really I'm meant to be doing. And it's, um, yeah, I've wrote that big list, like I just mentioned earlier, of frustrations, which really helped me evacuate, like you say, all the negative things, all the blocks, all the things that I wanted to change. So I was creating a list of things like frustration. And what can I do to not be frustrated? And turn the page, do the same. <laughs> so I did like, I think five pages of it. Wow. And, and I thought, another thing I'm going to do is let go. And for a few weeks, I, it was around early December, I said to myself, I am so fed up of it. I am going to let go and trust that the universe or whatever you want to call it, source or God, is going to help me figure it out because yeah. they know up there that I really want to change my life and I really want to help others. So they're going to guide me. And sure enough, I was in tears in the bath in December and I decided, that's it, I'm going to become a coach. Now, I could have gone two ways. I could have sought do, you know, is the coaching certification is going to take me a lot of time. I'm still in my busy business um, my corporate job which took you know full week and do I want to stick with that you know for for many more years or do I want to invest money and time because obviously I wanted to train as quickly as possible and certified yeah. get certified so I could leave that job <laughs> and yeah I just thought no I'm gonna go the risky way I've just decided to be fearless this year. I decided that was going to be my word, trust and fearless. And that's what I followed. Do you know what? I, I love that you're so honest about that, but I want to go back just a little bit because I think you almost brushed over this a little bit too quickly. And I think this is so powerful that you mentioned that you just sat down and you just wrote down everything that frustrated you. But before that, more importantly, you sat down and you asked yourself, what if I had to live another year the same as I did this year? Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And I think just that question, I mean, I'm just listening to you and I can already feel my mind racing with things that I feel that I should do, that I want to do, that I want to change, that I want to grow and adapt to. And that's such a powerful question. If I had to live another year the same as the last year, what would I do? Would I do the same thing? Would I be happy with what I've done? And then moving from there, writing all of your frustrations down, I think that is such a powerful intent of saying either, yes, I'm happy with how things are going, congratulations, pat on the back, or in your case, like, no, I'm not happy with how things are going. What is frustrating me? How can I change it? And I think that's such a powerful indicator to the universe as well. Like she's ready to change. She's ready to make a difference in her own life. And then also going then another step further and saying, I'm going to be brave. I'm going to just be fearless um, in a stage where you're not really supposed to be like feel fearless or brave because you're quitting your job. But you know what? I'm going to let go and I'm going to trust that everything will work out fine. And we now know that fortune favors the brave. And sometimes you just need to take that leap. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times while we're in that stuck position, we keep thinking that if this happened, then I'll take a risk. If I get my first client, then I'll start my business. If the, but sometimes it's reverse. You have to first take that action. You have to first be f- brave and kind of face fear and just jump. And yeah. then fortune will start, will start to follow you. And I can absolutely resonate with that. And I feel like that's something that I really want to focus on um, for the audience as well, because I think that, that there's a lot of people in that stuck position, in that frustrated, don't know what to do next, um, how do I look for clues kind of phase of their life. Um, then tell me that that process of now building your business and you said you got qualified in April, is that correct? Uh, yes, yeah. So how have the first few months of your business been? I mean, this is still a very new business and I'm sure that there's been quite a few hurdles along the way as well. Um, what kind of, what is something that you wish you knew before you started? Well, everything takes 10 times longer than planned. Um, you know, at this stage now, I thought I would have more things ready in terms of the processes, especially on the marketing side, actually. <laughs> That's where you came along. Um, because they don't really, you know, you're excited about your business and you want to have clients and you want to deal with clients, which is the part I really enjoy. And you don't really want to spend hours on Canva designing your own things, but you do. And, and to start with, I was struggling. I was like, oh, head, you know, head. That's a very bad word to use. Social media, nobody reads, nobody listens to things that I'm doing, videos and whatnot. And I thought, okay, well, let's rephrase it. Let's get excited about it. So I listened to some few videos of some women that are explaining how to do your content management and things like that. And I got excited about that. So that's that's reframe, reprogram kind of my brain. That's all we have to do all the time. It's reprogram, isn't it? But to help maybe women 
I, I believe you said some of a lot of your women in your audience are actually business um, ladies that maybe full time on their on their businesses, right? Yeah, they might come I and they they're still in a corporate job, they're still working nine to five, or a lot of them are moms, so they also have an eight to eight yeah. job, um, yeah. but they're kind of occupied with something else, and they want to move a bit more in a direction that feels true and right to their passion. Well, you know what I did? I was just thinking. What really helped me is every day, morning and night, as soon as I wake up and every time I was going to bed, when I was on my mission, when I started to invest in the training, I said, I'm going to write down my goals for this year and how I want to fail. Because I think if you don't know your passion or if you don't have a business, but you want to have your business, write down how you feel with quite a lot of adjectives, quite detailed and read that morning and evening and then it's really helping me. I was like, uh, I'm going to be certified by end of March. Okay, so I got certified. I gave everything early April and I got certified mid-April, I believe. I don't remember the date. But so, you know, so you're quite accurate, you know, first client, first this, and and just go with it because more you read it, more is going in there. And it's almost like I totally believe in the manifestation and law of attraction because my coaching is all around that. And you attract what your vibrational match to. So more you see yourself with all those things, and I think you are quite in tune with that yourself. Um, more I you're going to be. <laughs> yeah, it's a daily thing, isn't it? It's a yeah, daily thing. It's a daily thing. Yeah, and start your day with intention. If you're a mum and you have your business on the side, you need to be strict. I mean, I worked full time, and then every night I tried to spend at least. 45 minutes to one hour on the, the coaching and then the weekends. But I put it in a calendar. So I was quite organized and I was trying to give me myself, I had written per week what was the content I was going to deal with to get certified because obviously you've got assessments, you've got some practice clients, you've got you know to deal with that. Um, you've got to be focused and determined. That's a key thing. I mean, it's probably like any businesswoman in the group, you know, you're going to know that if you want your business to move, you have to move. Yeah. <laughs> you have the things. That is that is so true and so honest. And I think a lot of people, and I think you mentioned this um, at the beginning as well, is that people go into the business thinking that this is what I love to do and I want to do more of this. So in this case, it is coaching. But then what they don't realize is marketing, finances, admin becomes a really big task. And for some businesses, if you're a solopreneur and you're not at the position where you can delegate or have team members, that becomes more than 50% of your daily job. Having clients and coaching them the part that you really love becomes almost less and less and less. And for you to be able to still push forward and enjoy what you do, you need to learn how to integrate all of those. And like you mentioned, being very structured, like at eight, I'm going to do this. At nine, I'm going to do this. Or in the evenings, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And if you're really passionate about your business and you want to work on it in the evenings when your kids are in bed or once you are finished with your nine to five job, if you really want that side business, then you need to be strict with yourself and um, like you said, very organized, like set out time for this, because if you don't plan it, it's probably not going to get done. 
because yeah. it's going to get caught up in everything else that that you already need to do. Have you always been a very structured, um, scheduled person, or do you feel like that's something that you had to learn with the business? So in my jobs, I've always been quite organized. Um, But um, I don't know, in my life, I'm not always as organized with the children. You know, I try to be on time and things like that, but I'm not always the best her head <laughs> but in 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 walking mode pretty much yeah I am quite strict with myself always when even when I remember now you say that when I was a kid you know when well not a kid but like a teenager I used to say okay from that time to that time I'm doing this <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I'm always yeah now it's just coming back to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah well so for anyone that's feeling overwhelmed like just go back to the scheduling I had a, a seminar the other day with students and they were about 18 19 years old and I remember the one um, student asking me like I'm really overwhelmed with a lot of work um, and I want to apply for jobs but I don't have time and I um don't have time for everything else that needs to happen. And I remember kind of stopping her and I'm like, I'm really sorry. Thank you for being honest. But I'm telling you as a student, you're not structured enough and you're not planning. Because if I remember back to my student days, that was the days when I had the most time available. Um, But I didn't have the skills of scheduling, learning how to plan everything out. Um, and I think now having a family, having a business, etc., that becomes really important, making sure that you schedule in your time. So Claire, I know you mentioned a little bit earlier about Reiki, the energy work that you did um, on yourself and helping you find your passion. Tell us a little bit more about that and that journey. Yeah, so um, I did many sessions. I mean, my sister is a Reiki master. Um, she works in France, but also um, in Luxembourg. So she's been doing here many, many years. And she does all sorts of different techniques. And we were doing a lot of, um, well, the Reiki, how it works, is the energy comes down from the top, usually when you start, when you're training yourself. And then it's this white energy. Uh, it's from Japan, I think. And um I think it's, it's very popular in the UK, so I'm not sure where your audience is, but it may be the same in Netherlands. Um, yeah, and so it, you feel really relaxed and it's almost as a mom, it's like your me time and it's not always really you don't lay down and just expect everything to come through. It's asking you questions as well as doing some energy work uh, per distance or on physical bodies if you're around there. And it's, she sends you energy, that's how it works. But how it helps me, I think it's, it's it's questions isn't it it's like why is why coaching is so important is because if you knew how to ask yourself those questions you wouldn't need a coach and more and more people do need coaches because they realize at any level that if you want to grow even more you need someone to either fuck you (laughs) you know like by doing more work or by doing it more smart or doing a different direction or or you know um what i'm trying to say is getting rid of those blocks those limiting beliefs isn't it and so the reiki work really helped in the sense of um making you go to almost a subconscious level yeah. which is where the the beliefs are not you're not really aware of them and so 
we went back to, um, which is something I do now with my customers, my clients, is going back to the childhood because most of our beliefs are subconscious. So you don't really realize, you know, what has been something told to you by a teacher or by a parent or friend mm -hmm. when you were little or bully. You know, you started to think about it more and more and then it became a belief and you don't remember it because it was from the age of not to seven. So most of us don't really remember what happened in details. But when I go back with clients, I realize, they realize, sorry, that it's from that time, you know, they were in a class, they were put in a corner and they were told that they were naughty and this and that. Or, or you know, I had a client that said to me, when she was 11, I think, um, a girl of 18 years old said to her, you're ugly with your plate, your flat. And that stayed for the rest of her life until I started coaching her. Um, that she said, oh, I didn't realize why I always felt like boring and, and not pretty and this and that. And we went back. So that's the process, really. It's kind of, and that's all this kind of energy because we are just energetic things you know i don't know if you know joe dispanza and also kind of scientists and they're brilliant actually if you can if you want to oh, I'll definitely go read up we are energetic so if we are all just vibrations the law of attraction principle is we attract you know what we are vibrational match to so when you feel in a positive energy when you feel excited about something everything seems to come your way i don't know if you've noticed for example on a day where you wake up on the wrong foot, <laughs> wrong side of the bed, and then everything yes. goes wrong. And it's the same. It's negative energy attracting negative energy. So it's going to take time to sit down and think, okay, let's stop this nonsense and reframe my day so it works you know, fine mm -hmm. and set a good intention for it. But So yeah, the energy, energy work really did help as well as the mindset, you know, listening and reading more and more books. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that you're mentioning that because I think that there's a lot of default stuff that we go back to and we don't realize it. We don't know we have limiting beliefs um, around so many issues in our life. We just assume that that is the way that it is and that we don't necessarily can change it, that, that we can't necessarily change it. But there's so much more evidence and so much more people realizing that you can change it. And there, that there is things that you can do to improve yourself. What is one piece of advice that you would give to a new entrepreneur? They don't know exactly what they should be doing or they, or maybe they do, but they don't know if they should take that leap. What is the best piece of advice that either you've received or that you would like to give to our audience? Well, if there are... Um let's say they are starting their business so they know what they want to do is to pay attention like maybe take a piece of paper i've done that before actually take a piece of paper and all day write down those thoughts um that you're telling yourself when they're negative or when they're like the negative committee <laughs> you know when when you think oh, i cannot do this or nobody listens to me or watch my posts or I don't know, anything negative, you know, I'm trying to say what I've been thinking before. And then do that for a day, if more, if possible, and realize how much negativity you're throwing into your day. When actually, if you stay in a positive feeling, that's when the law of attraction and the universe helps you. So you, 
you know, you say, like you're saying, you said earlier about this positive thinking, which is great, mm. but it's not sustainable 100% of the time. Um, unless you're, I don't know, sad girl and you're just sat on a mountain, yeah. <laughs> a bit like a monk. But, um, you know, when you don't have kids um, throwing ice cream somewhere or, you know, you don't have any problems in your life. Well, we're mums and, you know, that's not going to happen. You know, you got um, hurt on the trampoline <laughs> or something like that a few weeks ago. So, oh, yeah. you know, life is not <laughs> yes, I remember. So if you can write so if you can write down those negative things that you're saying to yourself and acknowledge that and say, okay, I'm going to make really big efforts all this week or even try on one day to think, think as soon as I think something negative, no, re reframe myself and start thinking about a positive feeling on why I'm excited to do this business. Who am I going to help? And how I can really transform somebody's life within a few months or whatever, or their products, whatever their product is doing, you know, help them with their skin or, you know, and it's not just helping them with their skin. If it's a skin product, you know, it, it's their confidence. They're going to be glowing. So their friends are going to give them compliments. And then if they want a boyfriend or a husband, <laughs> that might help them in the dating world. You know, it's, it's always little drops of help that actually create bigger impact. And so that's one for the women that don't really know what they want to do with their life. Um, and I know getting crystal clear is not ideal when, when you don't really know. <laughs> but it's, it starts maybe writing feelings. What do I want to feel like? I want to feel free. I want to feel this. I want to feel that. Do I want to be my own business owner or not? Because not everybody wants to be a business yeah. owner. Um, but what do I want? So I had a client. She wanted to, um, to start with, she wanted to quit her job because she was too stressed out. And, and so we worked out over the weeks that actually what our main goal in life is to feel less stressed in our life so whether at home it was fine but it was mainly at work she was working for a, a big company and so she was able to raise all those um points that i was we were discovering you know with limiting beliefs and everything that actually what she wants is a stress-free life as much as possible so you know like doing more type of exercise and meditation and encourage her doing things but also at work because that's a big chunk of her life what can she do at work um, to prevent the stress? So, you know, she, she managed to speak with more confidence and, uh, you know, being assertive to her boss and say, okay, I need help. Otherwise, I'm going to have to leave. So she was really almost like fearless again, you know, is trying to put those seeds in customer, in clients, because really, what have we got to risk? We're on this planet. We don't know for how long, you know, the past is the past, but the future is not granted for anyone. So... We might as well just make the most of it. If we fall back on our bum, all they're going to say oh, is no, really. Mm -hmm. And if they say, oh, you know, yeah, please leave, it's a big mistake. She's a great employee to them. So in the end, they agreed to have some help provided to her. So she's the recruited lady. Wow. To work. So it's trying. But, you know, she would never have asked before yeah. because she was this kind of shyish person and so she got stumbled over by her boss and everybody else and getting loaded and loaded um so you know just working within a few months it's kind of now she's more at ease with her workload and she's happier so That's incredible and yeah 
And just also setting that personal boundaries. What are you willing to accept for yourself and speaking up if it's not within those boundaries? Mm. Yeah, you've got to have boundaries, totally. Yeah. yeah. But I love that. And I also just want to kind of quickly jump back into what you said previously, because I think this kind of ties together, is also that writing down and thinking about what would your next year look like if you haven't changed anything because I feel like that was a massive thing do you want to continue or is this maybe too painful to stay in the situation that maybe you need to change for your insanity Um, and then writing down the feelings the frustrations what do you feel now what do you want to feel in future Um, I was um, busy listening to some uh, meditations from Gabby Bernstein Mm-hmm. And she has some absolutely amazing um, inner work. And I remember one of her things are success is an inside job. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times we keep pushing and looking for other things externally. But what's amazing about coaches is they are a vehicle, but still you need to do the work and you, they help you do the inner work but it's still, it's an inside job. And sometimes you need to stop pushing. Sometimes you just need to let go and realize what it is that you need to do um, or maybe not do in terms of um, letting go and letting the universe or God take the kind of take the wheel and show you what needs to happen next. Yeah, more and more people from all sorts of businesses and Gabby Bernstein is one of them. I think, you know, they are like, well, she's totally into manifestation. Obviously yeah. she's a manifestation queen, but um, they say, and it's from all sorts of, um, there's this millionaire, I don't know what it's called. It's organized by Kirsty Frank at the minute. I'm not sure if you're aware of it. This next month for 30 days, I think there's 30 millionaire speakers, all women. And I said, I've listened to only two videos so far. Um, it's really, really fascinating. And it's all coming back. The two I've um, listened to, it's all coming back to this intention, which is decide. So I decided, for, you know, for myself mm. what I want. But it can be, you know, for your for somebody in your audience that don't know what to do is decide. I want to quit my job. Okay, so you know, decide what do I want? What do I like doing? It could be the same, like a marketing manager for a different company, for a brand you love, for a brand that you agree with, you know, with the ethic and stuff. It can be also, and it can be little steps. I think that's what a lot of these solopreneurs are trying to make up for, is that you need to be doing 10K a month. Who said that? We could make 100K a month. We don't know. You know, we don't want to limit ourselves for a start. And also they've got this this big saying about um, if it's not also, sorted and, and pristine and, and you're nobody, you, you might as well not exist. Well, they have to start somewhere, you know, we, if we ask chapter one, chapter 20, well, so be it, you know, we need, we have our voices, you know, we can be, some people might resonate more with us because we are a small business, we are in the same things and just few steps ahead of them. Yeah. And we understand more their, their pens, you know, their, their truths and stuff. So, Yeah. I don't remember what we're talking about. 
<laughs> well, well, that that is the sign of a very good conversation. If we have we have so much to talk about, I can probably talk to you for another hour. But um, I know that a lot of people listening to this podcast are either in the car or they're walking. So they normally just have a quick 30 minutes. So I think we're going to wrap up here. But thank you so much, Claire, for all of your valuable information. If anyone wants to get a hold of you, either whether it be coaching or someone that maybe wants to do coaching and wants more information, where can they reach you? So I've got my um, website, lovetostyle.com. And... um, Another great place to be is to join my Facebook group, which is called Love to Style Your Life. And in there, I do masterclass and um, more videos like daily, well, not daily videos, but nearly, <laughs> and some good posts. And I'm trying to be more interactive with the audience. And it's more of a community because obviously in a group, people can say, oh, I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with this mindset. But yeah, like you say, 80% mindset, 20% of work isn't it that's what most men women say in the business world yeah when you refer to the inner world the inner work the inner world well thank you very much and i'm going to post the links in the description as well so if anyone wants to contact you they can just look in the description and then just click on the link thank you so much claire and thank you for spending your time with me yeah thanks lindy bye everyone (laughs) bye bye Thank you so much for listening and staying till the very end. I really hope you enjoyed it. To get a free virtual coffee session with me, give me some feedback. Write a review, take a screenshot, tag me and send it to me. I will email you a link to book your session. Subscribe to my podcast if you want to hear more and see you in the next episode.